Hey guys, how you living? Good, good, glad to hear it. So, um, I got a little emotional in this one. Uh, there, there, um, yeah, I got got pretty emotional in this one. I, I, I pretty much held it together, but um, uh, in talking about my dad and my Aunt Marie and a story, uh, just telling a story about my dad and my granddad and my stepdad just uh, got a little emotional so you, you should go into this one knowing that I talked about my dad I talked about um, uh, some things that I was discussing on my uh, little car talk on the way back home that I'm probably going to listen through and edit down a little bit and uh, probably have that out for you in a couple of days I, I may do it tonight I'm not making any promises but um, either way, uh, some bonus content will be coming to you at some point between now and Wednesday. Anyway, um, yeah, so happy Father's Day. Please go to iTunes and Podomatic and leave reviews and uh, check out the go to the GoFundMe page and drop us some dollars so we can get some... Uh, awesome equipment in here to make each episode as good as it can be baby just as groovy as it can be so uh very lighthearted right now but just a couple minutes ago i was struggling to keep it together and at the end of this episode i played a song that my dad always asked me to play it's an avet brother song called living of love so that's at the very end of the episode. If you uh, if you get to to the point where you may be getting a little bummed out and you want to hear something good, there's a song at the end that I played live and screwed up a couple times, I'm sure. But I'm not in any position to to care right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, didn't give you any things to watch and listen to in this episode. I'll do that on Wednesday. Um, so without further ado, guys, Merle's on the stuff, my stuff, episode number 34, the Father's Day talk. Happy Father's Day to you guys. Happy Father's Day. And to those of you out there who did not have a father figure in your life or your father is no longer here, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. Hope you had a good day. Hope it wasn't too rough. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Love you. Mean it. Happy Father's Day. Hey guys, how you living? Are you doing well? I really hope you are. And you know what, if you're not, I'm here to be doing well for you. I'm always doing terrible. I'm always doing awful. I always tell people that. And I'm like, yeah, it's a, are you doing good? Man, I've been, as you know, I'm an adult alive in 2018. I'm miserable. Everybody's miserable, right? Not everybody's miserable. You know what? I'm not today. And this is a rare day for me. I'm happy today. And uh, uh, that sounds awful to say, doesn't it? But but see, you can see behind the smiling face. Oh my goodness, what's going on? I'm crazy. Don't worry about me. <clears throat> We're all fine. I'm fine. So happy Father's Day, folks. Um, I had a pretty good day with the fam after I slept till three. Uh, <laughs> I called up. I made sure my uh, I made sure my dad was back from Alabama. Uh, it was like three o'clock. First thing I, as soon as I woke up, before I even opened my eyes all the way, I like, hey man, every Father's Day, you back home yet? Blah blah blah. Yeah, man, come on. 
said, all right, I get up, took a shower, and uh, I hit the road somewhere around, I don't know, a little after four, and uh, got there a little after six, and um, we went we went and had some uh, uh, Mexican food at a pretty pretty good Mexican place. I'll say this. To be in Bennettsville, South Carolina, which I don't know if you guys know anything about Bennettsville. I don't expect you to. But if you know anything about Bennettsville, South Carolina, uh, it's not exactly a cultural place, if you get what I mean. It's very meat and potatoes, uh, if if you catch my drift. But um, it's, uh, it's a pretty amazing place. I was, I was actually really stoked. Um, anyway... So I was, I uh, said that I was calling my dad to make sure he was back from Alabama. So here it is the weekend of father's day and his birthday's in a couple of weeks. And, uh, some of our cousins in Alabama, uh, had some air conditioning issues and that's what my dad does. I don't know if you guys have ever picked that up in, uh, in these episodes. My dad is, uh, does heating and air. So he and my uncle went to replace the unit. And um, ended up getting a flat tire in Atlanta in uh, at at like half at like rush hour on Atlanta Interstate. And I mean that's a nightmare of a thing. Him and my uncle. And if you know, if you know <laughs> my dad and my uncle, they're probably the two most impatient people on the face of the earth. I know my uncle for sure may be a lot more impatient than my dad, but my uncle for sure. Um, Either way, I'm just picturing them on the side of the road in Atlanta changing a tire. If you know my family, that that is a hilarious uh, mental picture. So anyway, my dad, after he fixes the uh, the unit for for my cousins in Alabama, and, and I, they're my cousins, but I call them uh, Aunt 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 and Aunt Vivian because I don't know I I, I always have. And uh, anyway. So my dad and Aunt Vivian were talking in the car on the way to wherever they were going to eat. And my Aunt Vivian told a story about my granddad. And uh, I'm going to, Jesus, I'm trying to get through all this without getting emotional or anything. But I I got, Jesus, (laughs) Uh, I did love my granddad. But anyway. Recycle your plastics. Almost done with all the plastics. Once I get rid of all the plastic bottles that I've got, I'm not buying another case of water. But uh, and I've been using tap water in the uh, in the in the thing here. But and I'm noticing our video feed froze up. Hopefully it doesn't cut out. If it does, we'll get back on here shortly. Um. Anyway, um. So my dad and my Aunt Vivian were on the way to go have dinner, and uh, Roger and everybody, all the family. And um, you guys have heard me tell stories about my granddad, for sure. And uh, you guys know how I felt about my granddad. And um, anyway, when, when Vivian was little, when she was young, her brother and all of his friends were going to the movies to see Elvis. And, uh, they were going to go see jailhouse rock. So, um, after, okay, we got video feedback now after my, after Aunt Vivian's brother and all of his friends had decided they were going to go see jailhouse rock, my 
my uh, Aunt Mill, who was Vivian's mom, told Vivian that they couldn't go to the movies. Or she couldn't go because it was all them boys and she wasn't going to let her go with all them boys. So, my Aunt Vivian was so upset, she went back to her room and started crying. And, uh, so my granddad walked in and, um, Vivian was in a room crying and I can't remember what daddy said, uh, Paul used to call her prune. He said he used to call her prune. So he walked back there and said, what you crying for prune? She said, Oh, nothing, nothing. So he went back in and he asked, he said, Mill. Her name was Mildred, ain't Mill. Said Mill, what's 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 uh what's Prune crying for? Said, well, Jimmy and all the boys are going to see the Jailhouse Rock, the Elvis movie, and she wanted to go, but I told her she couldn't go with all them boys. So, my granddad, uh, he walked back to her room and said. Well, I'm about to go in here and get get a uh, get cleaned up and get ready to go to see the uh, go see that Elvis movie. If you want to go with me, you better do the same thing. And my granddad took Aunt Vivian to go see Jailhouse Rock when she was a kid. And obviously, when you're a kid, that that kind of thing means a lot. And she was just telling my dad, <clears throat> shit, trying not to hold this shit together. Sorry. <laughs> She was telling my dad this story about my granddad and uh, just being on the subject of Father's Day. She always told my dad that uh, that Uncle Gordon, my granddad, was her favorite. And everybody always looked at him with respect in Alabama. And uh, I found out uh, that um, Uncle Herbert, this was all the while while my granddad was paying my Uncle Herbert's tuition at Auburn University so he could be the first of our last name to get a college degree, even though it was from from Auburn. But, uh, but yeah, my dad told that story a little earlier today and, uh, right before I left the house and my stepmom said, um, that my granddad was a, he was a hard man and he was a rough man and he really was. He was just, he was, and I'm not talking about physically. He was, he was very vocal with, uh, he, he didn't hold shit back. If he thought it, he said it. And he was a very straightforward, matter of fact kind of person. And, uh, my stepmom said under all of that, there was a, just a huge heart that not a lot of people got to see. And, uh, just hearing that story, my aunt Vivian say stuff like that, you know, my granddad wasn't really that kind of a guy at the point I came along. I just, you know, I like hearing stuff like that, but <clears throat> anyway, uh, speaking of Auburn, by the way, before I left up there, we were watching celebrity family feud, which is a thing now, by the way, I didn't know that was a thing. So we were watching celebrity family feud. And, uh, Shaq and Barkley was on one team with, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. I can't remember who the other guys were either way. Shaq and Barkley were on the, on the same side and Johnny Damon and a few other people were on the other side. And 
I was just amazed at the answers that they get away with. Like back in the day when I was watching Family Feud with like, I can't remember who it was, maybe Louie Anderson or, uh, uh, or uh, I can't remember who it was back in the day. But if, uh, if they didn't get like spot on, like they, they, they wouldn't give it to them. Like today, one of the things was, uh, where, where is some place that you will go with your mom or something random like that? And one woman said a furniture store and the answer that they, that they turned over just said store or jewelry store. And I was thinking, like, is that, that's not the same thing. She said furniture store. Like, that's specific. That shit would not fly on Jeopardy. End of thought. (laughs) That's the, uh, yeah, the things that they accept for answers baffle me. Anyway, that's the end of that thought. On the way back home, I was listening to Mark Marin. He, uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, he had David Harbour on. And for those of you not familiar, David Harbour is um, Hopper from Stranger Things. And he's a genius. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Um, uh, there, his acceptance speech where he just read the most eloquently written piece of truth that a lot of people have heard. And Winona Ryder is making the greatest facial responses to all of this stuff I've ever seen. Watch that. Find that video. I don't, I don't, I I didn't write down a watch and listen this week. I'm going to do that on Wednesday, but definitely watch that video. If you can find it, David, uh, David Harbor's, um, stranger things, acceptance speech. It was beautiful. But anyway, I listened to half of that podcast on the way home and I was going to catch the other half on the way back home, but I realized I was, I needed to record tonight. I wasn't very sure what to uh, what to talk about, so I started thinking. I was like, "Man, I might better just I might better just just sit in silence for a little while and see if anything strikes me." So I've told you that story to stop for a second and tell you this one just for a second. I told you guys a while back. I'm not sure if uh, I'm not. Well, I think I did, but maybe not. I've started recording a couple things when I'm driving, like car talks or whatever. I'm started like just uh, rambling and seeing what comes of it in the car because uh, uh, they're very similar to shower thoughts. You know, your 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 physical body is on autopilot and it's not really you know doing anything. You know, so you, your 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 thought process I feel is more. You can think more clearly. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think so. But anyway, I started. Uh, I turned off the podcast and started thinking, and then I was like, you know, I, I, I'm going to just do a pre-run of this podcast. So I started recording, and I'm going to use uh, that recording. I'm obviously going to edit a lot of this stuff down because there's driving noises and certain things that happen while driving that, I'm that I mean, just aren't audibly pleasing, and I'm going to try to correct as much of that as I can. But... Um, I started uh I started just recording and I started just talking about all sorts of things. I started off when I was driving back on the road, uh the old road I, I learned how to drive on this road basically and uh there's a curve that I've always thought was haunted and when me, Adam and Ashley were on the way back from Tyler Brown's wedding in Boone or Brown Mountain, um we drove past this uh the screw the the uh <clears throat> 
this very sharp curve. And Adam was like, I swear to God, I think I just heard somebody screaming. And I was like, you very well could have. But anyway, I've always thought it was haunted. But I was driving through that area, and I just keep seeing lightning bugs. And I was talking the other day. I don't know if I had this recorded, and I'm not sure if I I had – I'm not sure if I got this on podcast or if it was just a conversation I was having, but I was like, man, are lightning bugs extinct? Are they, are they, do they go away and come back like the cicadas every few years? I I, I didn't know. And I was thinking, man, like some parts of the world has to still have lightning bugs, but I was driving back. And I remember when I was a kid, like I used to catch lightning bugs and keep them in a jar. And I probably killed dozens of lightning bugs throughout my uh, career as a child. But, and I was like, I felt bad. I was like, did I like, (laughs) was I part of, uh, of like exterminating or or putting lightning bugs into extinction? But I saw a bunch of them tonight on the way back home. And I had that feeling, you know, like when you were a kid and all of that shit rushes back in and you're like, I was getting a little teary-eyed. That was the point when I started recording. So I started talking about that. And uh, I started talking about, like, all kinds of crazy shit, like uh, uh, beauty counter soap, (laughs) which Ashley Justice, Adam Justice's wife, has uh, turned me on to the beauty counter thing, and I'm a believer. I don't have dandruff anymore, and I had dandruff my entire life. And my skin is better. This sounds like a beauty counter ad. And I'm not ashamed of that. Um, but uh, that was another thing that I talked about in a little. Uh, in, and I'm not going to give you a recap of that thing because that's going to be later, later released as bonus content. And um, I did one thing that I did talk about in that uh, the little bonus content. And you may get that later. It may not. Uh, maybe a couple days. I'm not sure. I may do that tonight. But um, I realized that people get mad at me because of the choices that I've made with my life. Like the fact that I may be uh, in my 30s and I don't have a family and kids or fit the traditional uh, form of, a, of an adult, basically. And it seems like I am judged by a lot of people because of the choices that I've made. And, uh, I realized that in a conversation the other night with, uh, with Smitty that I talked about in the, in the, the car talk. So once again, just, just giving you a little teaser as to what's going to come in that or, or come of that. But either way, um, one of the things that I realized in talking to myself on the way back home was that here over the last couple of years, I've started recycling, I have changed my like deodorant and toothpaste into more natural, less, you know, with no chemicals and, and things of the sort. So, uh, and ever since I started and, and I, Ashley justice has got me turned on to this beauty counter stuff. I literally, um, I, I I've literally, taken away all of the chemicals that are in like cleaning products and such next i got to move on to my laundry detergent and such but we're, we're the baby steps you know and i'm just realizing that all of these things that i have been 
all these things that I've been saying on the podcast have been things that I struggle with personally and things that I have an issue with that I'm not happy with about myself. And I want to do something about that. I want to change that about myself. And I know the one thing that I care about the most in my life, hinting that I don't have children or such, is basically my reputation. And I have... I hold my reputation very near and dear to my heart, and I want, whenever I say something in a podcast, that makes it real. It's recorded. You guys have heard it, and that makes it to where, okay, so subconsciously, I kind of am held accountable by this binding contract that I've given myself by putting these things that I want to do in my life differently out into the world, and... um I, I I had that random ass realization on the way back as I'm holding my phone, talking into the voice memo, and I listened to a little bit of it back, and it was extremely loud. It was like I was, uh, you could tell that I'm riding and I'm trying to speak louder than the than the the road sound, but I definitely got a got hot on the mic a couple times. But anyway, uh, besides all that, um. I'm sort of becoming more and more at, through all of these through all of these things I'm becoming more and more aware and considerate of my carbon footprint basically like I went down a long explanation of all that in the car talk and I, I probably will I probably will release that later on tonight I'm going to get through and edit it down uh for obvious reasons and release that as a bonus episode, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. But uh, either way, I realized that saying just recycle your plastics or that I haven't been eating fast food or uh, basically anything that I've been saying that I struggle with on day-to-day basis, anytime I bring it into this this uh, podcast world, it makes... Um, it makes it a lot easier for me to not do those things in my life because I sort of, you know, I, I've, 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 uh, decided not to, and I've made it vocal and I want to maintain my reputation as being a man of my word, which I haven't always been, but I'm trying to be lately. Anywho. So I'm making myself to do things that I normally wouldn't do by shining light on them through this. And, uh, so you guys will hear that stuff in, in, uh, bonus content later. So for now, it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Recycle your plastics. So my dad told a story about my granddad earlier. So now I'm going to tell a story about my dad. This, y'all... This got me when I was writing it down and I, and I didn't, sometimes I write in bullet points and sometimes I write in bit form, which is like, I'll write in full, uh, I know that I probably shouldn't tell you this behind the scenes stuff, but who cares? It's, it's, it's not like you don't know. And just, just writing a couple things. I'll be like, should I add any more to that? No, I'll handle that whenever I read it. I'll just go on. So I didn't really. I've been relying a little bit lately on writing in or reading out of bit form, which is basically I'll write the bit in paragraph style, but I'm getting back to more just writing uh, a bullet point and then just sort of talking because uh, doing the car talks, I'm realizing that 
um, not having bullet points is sometimes a benefit. And plus, I don't really use lyrics when I do the uh, live show thing, so I've, I feel a kinship between this and that. But anyway, so I'm going to tell a story about my dad. So my grandparents have my dad and my uncle, and uh, when they... They, they they had my dad and my uncle, like, were their birth children. But they then, uh, a few years after my Uncle Roger was born, they adopted my Aunt Becky. And uh, a few years later, they got another call. Now, apparently, my grandparents were on some sort of a list that you call if there's a, if, if there's a child who hasn't been adopted. Or I'm not sure the circumstances completely. But, um... Uh... They called, and there was a child, a baby that wasn't adopted because she wasn't white. And I'm not sure if that's the reason why she wasn't adopted, but this was Bennettsville in 1972. So I, you know, just doing the math on that. But my grandmother and my dad, and maybe maybe Roger and Becky. I'm not sure if all the kids went. I know my dad was there because of this story, but um, uh, they went to the hospital. To, to see the baby and my grandmother wasn't sure about adopting a black baby in Bennettsville in 1972, which is, uh, and I know horrible to think now, but then was a, you know, that, that's an uh, understandable concern. And, uh, apparently my dad was 13 years old at the time. And he told my grandmother after he realized that she wasn't sure about this, that, uh, and I don't know if my dad cried and told her, I don't know if it was an emotional thing, but when I think about it, it, I, I feel that way. And, uh, my dad pretty much told my grandmother, if we don't get her, then who will? And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know that my dad had no inkling of my of me at all. He was 13 years old, and uh, he's done a lot of awesome things for me throughout my life. But that, no doubt, was the best thing that he had ever done, and he had no idea that he was doing that for me. And my Aunt Marie became my best friend and my best teacher all throughout my entire life. And I know, I know that he had no idea the impact that that decision and those words that he said to my grandmother would have on the amount of people that, uh, my aunt Marie touched throughout her life in her missionary work and just in her life and all the things that she did, I know that he had, there was no way he could have known, but there is a little bit of weight to the fact and the words will stick that, uh, had my dad maybe not said, if we don't get her, then who will, if those words had not been spoken, then a lot of lives could be a lot different. And father's day is an emotional day for me 
because of just certain situations and, and things like I haven't been the best son always. And I just, I'm trying to pull all this together. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of things that I could do and say to my dad for father's day or things that I could give him or gifts that I could buy or whatever. But none of that would be able to repay the amount of goodness that I received from his decision to adopt my aunt. And I say it's his decision, but you get what I mean. Like just his, his involvement in my aunt Marie becoming part of our family. And I know father's day is about uh, uh, gifting something to your father or, or, uh, or celebrating them. But I'm not a traditional person in the ways of gift giving or receiving. I don't like that. And I've been very vocal about that. But the one thing that I can do is tell my dad that is, is that, uh, I definitely wouldn't be half the person I am today without him or, my aunt Marie for sure. And knowing that my aunt Marie very well could not have been part of my life without him is a huge deal. Trying to hold this together, trying to hold this together. Sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Recycle your plastics. Jesus. Uh, so I do thank my dad for that. Happy father's day. And, uh, I was very lucky because, uh, you guys have heard me tell stories about my awful mother, but, uh, my awful mother ended up marrying a guy who became my stepdad and who was also a very, very good guy, a great person in the end. He was one of the funniest people I'd ever met. And, uh, he, he is, he taught me things that. I, I wouldn't be able to, uh, he taught me things about life that I don't know that I would have learned from anybody else because of the kind of person he was. And, uh, I know that doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but those folks who know, who knew, knew my stepdad will understand that. Um, but the fact that my stepdad and his family who, no doubt saw who my mother was years and years before I ever did still accepted me as, as part of their family. And I've, uh, always appreciated them for that. And, uh, and I love them to death for that as well. And I, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have, uh, I don't think I would have been as accepted into that family if my, uh, you know, if my, my stepdad didn't, didn't care or, or love me just like his own son, which I'm sure that he did. And, uh, he passed away a few years ago, but I can see the, I can see the good that he left behind in my brother who is raising his son now as best that he can and doing a great job at it. And I'm very proud of him for that. But I definitely see that he learned a lot from my stepdad and his method of raising his son. And uh, 
there's nothing better that a that a dad can do for a son but teach them how to be a good dad, right? So I'm very I wish I could call him and say happy Father's Day too, but just knowing that my brother is doing such a good job at being a dad because he saw our stepdad do the right thing so many times and all the best parts of my stepdad, my brother is utilizing all of those and I'm very proud of him for that. And, uh, <laughs> this whole, this whole thing's becoming just a big emotional, uh, uh, bummer, but it's all coming from a good place. And, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot more to add to this. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and cry for the rest of the night. But uh, in real in real talk, I was very lucky in the fact that uh, as a kid, I chose to stay with my grandparents for the for the most of my childhood. So my granddad, uh, early on in my life, in my mind, was uh, was that figure for me. As was my actual dad, who. We lived in the kind of house where all the kids were over at the grandparents' house every day. Like, we saw everybody every day. Like, the only only difference was I slept at my grandparents' house. Like, my dad was always there. And at the time when I decided I wanted to go live with my mom, I, uh, I, I, I had a good role model there as well. And uh, I was just very lucky throughout my life to have all of these people who... Uh, I could say happy Father's Day too today. And uh, yeah. Sorry this has all been a bummer. I I didn't mean to, to lose it at the end. I knew I would. Once I started writing it down, I knew I would. Like I uh I was starting to get choked up a little bit, just even even as I had the thought of that story. And uh Cause I, I got my aunt Marie's got a direct string to my heart, man. And that'll always be a touchy subject, but either way, no more bummer, no, no more of that stuff. So happy father's day guys. Uh, happy father's day to ever, all the fathers out there. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to everybody out there who doesn't have a father, uh, or, um, whose father is going on, uh, thoughts and prayers are out for you guys. Um, yeah, there's that goodness. Sorry again for all of the, uh, well, first off for, for the, uh, the, 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 this stumbling, bumbling, uh, <laughs> Swami episode of, of this. Um, and also for the streaming mishaps this weekend with Potomatic, we got everything handled, everything square. Um, every, we're, we're able to stream properly and, uh, everything's back up and good, good to go. So there's that. Please leave reviews on iTunes. Please leave reviews on Potomatic. Please stop by our GoFundMe. Any help helps. Anything helps. We're uh, we're doing pretty good upgrading. Uh, we're uh, doing pretty good at upgrading this this uh, this system so far. But uh, listening to the episodes with Asher, the sports talks, 
this microphone, unless you're absolutely up on it, it's just so dynamic. And in this microphone that I have, I can pretty much move anywhere through here and it picks up pretty good. So definitely want to get another one of these and upgrade the video uh, equipment. So there's that. Um, I'm going to do a watch and listen uh, for you guys on Wednesday. I don't have anything for you to watch and listen right now. Uh, <laughs> watch what you want. Make your own choices. Do your thing. Um, uh, yeah, so please, please leave reviews on iTunes and Podomatic. If you hear this, please leave reviews on Podomatic or iTunes. If if you don't know how to do that, then come to me in person and I will help. We'll figure this out together. Um, let's uh, get some reviews on there so that I can start getting some input from there. We finished the week uh, last week, I think, in the 100s, low 100s. But this week we finished at number 99, so we were still in double digits. We were still doing good through the weekend, even though we couldn't stream. Uh, ended up the numbers wise still doing well so thank you guys for that really appreciate you listening sorry to sit here and cry for a few minutes but uh i i feel very passionately about the things that i I, uh that i said and with strong passion should come strong emotion and if it doesn't then is it wow where did that come from Strong passion should come with strong emotion. See, I don't know where this shit comes from. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just. There's a. I. I uh, <laughs> there's a certain. Uh, I don't know. There's a. There's a certain. I'm gonna try not to sound too crazy when I say this. Uh, there's a certain place that I can go to sometimes. And some things like that will just come out and I don't feel like I'm the one that said it, if that makes any sense. It feels like it came from somewhere else. And I try my best to uh, harness these little nuggets of words and make them into something more meaningful or uh, maybe, maybe put a song around them to paint a picture for people. But before I go too far down a a crazy person's road uh, mentally, I'm just going to stop there. I'm going to probably edit down some of those uh, car talks here in a minute and give you guys uh, some of that bonus content. I have to, uh, I'm going to be playing a little bit tomorrow at Creek Rats. Um, Brother Phil Conklin, Brother Chris Conklin's father passed away a couple days ago and, uh, on this weekend of all weekends, uh, Conklin asked me if I'd come up and play a couple songs and kind of, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. And I 100% and I have no problem at all doing that. Uh, rest in peace, Brother Phil. But I'm um, going to be doing that tomorrow at Creek Rats. Tuesday, I'm going to be at Boardwalk Billy's in North Myrtle Beach. Wednesday, I will be at Oceanfront Bar and Grill from 1 to 4. And then Friday and Saturday, uh, Cornbread's going up to Boone, North Carolina to do a, do a little stretch of gigs up there. And uh, doing a couple on Saturday and one on Friday. So getting out of the inlet for a couple days and hope that my brain holds together because I don't do too well away from home. And I don't know why that is, but I never have. Anyway, huh? 
After I said I got nothing more for you, I got another 10 minutes of rambling, so sorry for that. I may need to go through and edit some of this uh, audio, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, actually, I know I'm not going to, so sorry for that. Anyway, I'm getting out of here, guys. Love you. Mean it. Happy Father's Day. And uh, be good to people. Be nice to people. And uh, I noticed that I have my guitar here next to me. My dad always requests the same song. So I'm going to play a song that my dad always asks for. to find love with someone that you'd love to find for just a sense to try to walk ahead leave the pain behind The days aren't easy And the nights are rough If anybody asks you What you're thinking of Say love Say for me love Say love Say for beneath you and the limbs above if anybody asks you what you're coming from say love say for me love say love say for me love Say yes, we live uncertainty And disappointments have to be And every day we might be facing more And yes, we live in desperate times With faded words and shaky rhymes there's only one thing here worth hoping for.
Lucifer beneath you and God above. If either one of them asks you what you're living on, say love, say for me love, say Say for me, love. Say love. Say for me, love. Say love. Say for me, love. There's an Avet Brothers song my dad likes a lot. Happy Father's Day, guys. Love you. Mean it. Peace, bitches.